Let's talk about how a sound mind and a sound body help you to supersize and grow your business. Sharon Hornell Smear with a microphone and an exercise ball. I have no idea why. Couldn't think of anything that represented to me, except for what we're going to talk about today, a sound mind and a sound body. Uh, not a very heavy exercise ball weight, right? Most of my weights are very, very light because the older I get, the weaker I am. Not really. <laughs> so a sound mind, a sound body. This idiom, this expression has been around for literally centuries. Socr uh, Socratic Greek philosopher by the name of Thales used it. Plato's associated with it. A uh, Roman poet named Juvenal or something. The Bible says that discipline, self-control, uh, or the act of of or to act moderately are examples of a sound mind. Now, a sound mind and a sound body, of course, means a healthy and functioning mind and body, somebody who's in good mental and physical health. Well, guess what? If you're not in good physical and mental health, it's harder to grow and supersize your business. Now, I will not claim that a sound, maybe a sound mind, or no, maybe not, maybe a sound mind and sound body aren't required to, to grow and create a great business. They make it a lot easier and more fun for the people that are in that organization. Uh, if you're not crazy and doing crazy things. Now, other people will tell you the things that you want to do are crazy in your business. You'll get it all the time, especially from people you love and care about. But it's the people that you surround yourself with and the people that are in your organization and what they think and feel and believe. And are they driven by your overarching vision or not that matter the most? Uh, we need to surround ourselves with like-minded people if we ever want to accomplish anything. Uh, I also want to talk about a topic uh, around this particular idiom and expression because my biggest question is how do you know if you are of sound mind and sound body uh, do you look outside yourself to other people to to uh, give you kudos and awards and outside validation and recognition or does that come from inside of you I contend that the, this, those things are nice and fluffy and they're good to have and they give us a warm, fuzzy feeling. But the thing that really matters is what's going on inside of you and your organization. How do you know what's going on inside you and your organization? One of the things over my decades of working with different businesses and uh, consulting for different organizations has been that what the owner or CEO or the leadership group of an organization thinks the culture is and what the culture actually is can be two entirely different things. It's like our mindset and our beliefs and our thoughts and our reality. We each have and our business as well, our own personality, our own identity, our own reality, our own way of perceiving the world. And that's slightly different than everyone else's. And it only becomes a problem if there are conflicts, just like limiting beliefs come from our subconscious. The culture that we think we have versus the culture that we have in our organization might not be the same thing. So how do we know what it is? Um, one of my favorite ways is to have an, an audit or to audit that culture. And you can audit it in meaning review it, check in on it in different ways. Uh, and depending on the type of business you have, you can have uh, secret shoppers or secret customers that experience your organization as a customer. Uh, can't really do it yourself because you're too close to it and you won't see the things that an outside perspective, an independent third party outside perspective will see. Uh, there's lots of different ways of accomplishing that. We've done it in, in literally hundreds and hundreds of different ways. But if you really want to understand what the culture is like, you know, lots of companies sell surveys. Let's survey all of your employees. But the employees know that it's not 100% confidential, right? And so you don't always get the right answers. It's like one of the 
overarching problems with surveying and auditing is when the auditor's there, everything is clean and organized and looks awesome. But how does it really work behind the scenes? How do things really work and operate when, you know, a third party or, or big brother or somebody isn't watching? And we want to know that as a leader of our organization, because our culture is actually like a thermometer. It tells us how healthy our organization is, just like a thermometer tells us if we have a fever or not, or if we're healthy. Uh, and looking at our culture is a really good way to find out what's really going on. Do people really understand what we're doing in our organization? Do they really know what we're building together? The healthiest organizations, everybody does, and they're all on the same page working towards the same goal and objective. Love to know your experience with this particular idiom and expression, a sound mind and a sound body. As somebody that's had uh, chronic pain and chronic illnesses throughout my life, my definition of a sound mind and a sound body is very different than a lot of people's, but I also know that I won't let that ever stop me or be an excuse for not creating the life and the businesses that I want. Uh, so share in the comments below your experience with this particular idiom and how you know a, if your organization has both a sound body, meaning you know your numbers and your key performance indicators and everything are super healthy, as well as the culture and the undercurrent. And chances are, if there's a problem with your culture, it's going to show up eventually, if it isn't already, in the results that you're getting as an organization. All right, have a great day, and I'll, of course, be seeing you with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it to supersize and grow your business? Have a great day.